Alright, ready? Rolly and three, two, one. Damn. Damn. Talo for lover, kyoda, ma loli, lay aloha, bully, vinaka, fuck all of a lahia to kyorana. And what's good, everybody? This is Frosty DJ Waves, Roly, and Nancy, and this Ali. is the Uso Table Talk Podcast. Hello, welcome, welcome. What's up? Shout out to the Hills Podcast and Video Studio at Bella Vista Hotel. Shout out to Bella Vista Hotel. Shout, shout, out, out, shout out, shout out. Thank you. All. all right, ladies and gentlemen, if this is your first time tuning in, hey, welcome to the family, man. Welcome, welcome man. home welcome, to welcome. the Whistle Table Talk Podcast. We're glad to have you. Um, we're definitely excited for this episode. Uh, it's episode six. Come on. Come on. Six. Come three on, plus son. three is seven. Come on. Six. <laughs> uh, but right now, we're going to get into, uh, we're going to go straight there. We're going to go to our game. Also, Nons has got a game for us that we're going to play. Bro, we're all excited right, for this all one, right. You're excited? I'm excited. We're all Let's excited. Go. <coughs> Let's go. So, this is games. Obviously, we all know what games are. Yeah. Um, the game that we're going to do is going to be a bit of an icebreaker because I know we're, we're kind of uh, a bit tired and that. But Ooh. let's get into it. Let's go. I called this game. I named it myself. Hey. I'm very <laughs> proud of it too. It's called, are you ready? It's called Oscar. Oscar! Uh, <laughs> you better be good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. So I named it that because um, obviously these are gonna be um, I'm gonna I'm gonna play like little snippets of uh, quotes in a movie. Oh. And you gotta guess the movie. Oh, sick you, bro. So it's kind of like what you did on um, the other episode. About the lyrics, but this is movies. Oh, yeah. See, I know movies as well, bro. On episode three, yeah. I'm the best at this. Oh, wait, oh, wait. Do you want the like the actors and the producers and when it was released? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I think we just want your name first. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plus, you don't know, you don't know it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, the way I'm gonna say it, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put on the the, the snippet. Yeah. And then obviously you say your names. Yeah. So yeah, as a buzzer. Waves, Frosty, Rolly, Rolly. <laughs> So we're gonna do that, and then when uh, when you call your name, then I I pick who I think said it first. All right, all right. I pick, uh, and then when I pick, I'll get uh, straight away. I'll be like three, two, one. So you gotta say it within oh, three seconds. Three seconds. Okay. Let me just channel. Let me just channel. Wow. All right. Palms are sweaty. Mum spaghetti. Okay, so I'm gonna obviously I'm gonna do a pr um, practice round. Eight pounds. Oh. The aim is. <laughs> The aim is to get three points. Okay, right, okay. let's go. So, best right. of three wins. <laughs> let's go. All right. Yeah. Eight swa. Eight swa. All right. So, are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah, this bro. is a practice round. Practice round. No points. All right. All right. All right you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? Then who the hell else are you talking? Talking to me? What do you reckon? What the Frosty. Is it Robert De Niro? What's the what's the movie? Um, he's a boxer, I think. In the, uh, uh, is he a boxer? Can can you give me a hint? No, no, no. You didn't say that. One. All right. Yeah, no. All right. That? Well, that was the actor. But what's the movie? We need the movie. It's one of his early ones. Very Robert, early. Very Robert early. Robert De Niro. Yeah. <laughs> Robert De Niro. Uh, I think it's. Is it Godfather or no? No. Oh, sorry. No. Is it Ricky Balboa? What's your name? No. Oh. Ricky. It Bal wasn't in Ricky yeah. Balboa. No, yeah, so like, make, sure you your name oh. make, make sure you call your names out. Make sure you call your names out. 
He's not. Please, please, please. <laughs> Sorry, I don't even know. Where anyway, is. that one lost. Anyways, uh, I'll give you a clue. What? So, uh, who do you call when you're stranded? Rolly. Oh. Police? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna give it away. Taxi driver. Taxi it's called Taxi Driver. driver. Right. Uh, I don't think I've seen that movie. Yeah, me too. No, no. So that's why it was a practice round because I just. Oh yes. <laughs> All right, let's go. Right, right, he's ready now. He's ready now. He's ready now. Now, now, this one. Now is the one. Ready. Let's go. The one of the one. Okay. He's ready. Yeah. Ready. Three, two. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord. If you can't do it, that's cool. Three. Evan, oh, Bruce Almighty. Oh, yes, that's the one. Damn. That's one. Wow. Frosty got one. Zero, zero, blah. Wow. That's one. Right. Okay, okay, okay. okay, okay. okay. I'm, I'm still feeling at the game. Are man. you sure he's already? I'm yeah, ready. ready, bro. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, next one, next one. Yep. What is that? Ugh, it's hideous. Rolly, Rolly, Rolly. Rolly. Three, two, one. Happy feet. Nah, 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 nah. Oh. <laughs> did you call out? Oh my days. Did you call out? Yeah, I did, but I forgot. I'm gonna play one more time. Listen carefully. What is that? Frosty. Shrek. Yes, two points. Oh my god. Two gosh. nil nil. Oh, Let's finish off the finish oh, the Grinch. That's not very nice. Ah, uh, nice. Donkey. Donkey. Get off my sword. Alright, shit. Right. Fiona. So, bro, that's two, man. If he gets this, then he's. Well, so he's already won, by the way. Alright, let's go, let's go. Are you ready? Yep. I'll try let's go. It. I'll try it. I'll find the. Find a one. Alright, ready? Yep. Engage all defenses. Frosty. Oh, yep. no! Wait, no! Wait. No! No! Black Panther. Oh. I can't believe I did not get that. <laughs> so, I just want to thank right, the Lord and Savior. <laughs> My Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for oh, that win. Bro. Hey, hey. I couldn't Wait. have done it without Jesus. You oh. have to pay respects to pay the late, uh, to great the man himself. Chadwick Boseman, man. Thank yeah. you. Rest in peace, Chadwick. Rest in peace, bro. Thank you. I had so much. Thank you so much, eh? You know what? Uh, also, bro, big ups to you, man. Surely there's more. Surely. Uh, I'm, <laughs> there's yeah. an Oscar coming to you. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm the man when it comes to you. <laughs> Sully, Sully, it feels bro. good to win, eh? <laughs> it feels good to win, eh? It feels so good. Well done, well done. Well done. Well Should we just done, do one yeah. just for fun? Yeah, let's yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You like this game? Last one wins it all. Do you, oh. do you want me? Do you want me to stay out of this? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Up to you. So. We'll see. Ah, oh, I got this one. Um, oh, are you ready? Yeah. yeah, let's go. This is no democracy. Rolling. Well, wait. Oh. Rolling. Malcolm X. Nah, nah wait. Oh That's my. not. Uh, no, it, three. Oh, remember two, the titles. Yes. <laughs> it is a dictatorship. Come on. I am the law. <laughs> if you survive <laughs> camp, you will be on the team. If you survive. If you survive. Oh, 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 get out. Oh, get out. Get out. Hey. Go home. Don't do that. What a game. What a game. Don't do that. Left side. Strong side. That was a game. Uh, that was a good game, man. Stop, good game, stop, stop, boys. We know we're not chicken dinner. <laughs> yeah, that was such a good game, man. Right. They never say Malcolm X again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does he have a movie? 
Yeah, like, he has yeah. a movie. Oh, wow. But that definitely wasn't but, but, but Denzel Washington did play Malcolm X. Mm. He, oh, did, he did, he did, he did. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Damn it. Yeah. All right, well, we're, right now, fans, we're going to go into uh, our next segment, which is What's the Jam? What's the Usaw Table Talk Podcast? Hold up a second. What's the Jam? Yes, welcome back, fans, to another episode of What's the Jam? Hey, Let's go. go. All right, and so if you're new or visiting, and you don't know what the segment is about. It's a segment where we choose to highlight and know, give some exposure to yeah. Yeah. to local businesses, yeah, artists, um, just just anyone who's doing their thing, man. Come on. Fam. And well, this Come week, on. I'm excited, bro, because we got a barber. Yes. I need a foid right Yes, now. and like, Frick, the, re- uh, the reason why I'm wearing a beanie is because I need a haircut, man. Yeah. <laughs> and so this guy goes by the name of Jesse. All right, but we know him as Juicy Jesse. Ooh. Oh. Hence his business, his barber, his barber shop is called Juicy Cuts. Juicy. Right, Juicy. Juicy Cuts. And um, he's, a, he's a young, talented, hardworking guy, man. Nice, yeah. nice. Um, yeah. Just a little bit of backstory into how we got this all started. He started September last year, so about a year now. About a year now he's been cutting. Nice. And um, it all started because his mate was straight just nagging him for a haircut. Eh? Yeah. And he had no idea how to do it. He put up a YouTube video yeah, yeah, and yeah. literally copied from the YouTube video whilst cutting his friends here. Nice. And nice. and that was September last year. And now he is killing it, man. He says um, from then till now, he's he's growing a lot. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty much booked out every single day. Wow. Like you have that's to book awesome. probably weeks in advance to get a spot, man. Hey, that's, that's awesome. And um, he's out in Claremont Meadows. He's cutting from his garage. Love but if that. you've seen it, it looks like a legit shop. Wow. He's got hey. like posters up. He's got a TV with a PlayStation where if you're waiting, Please. just jam some 2K, play some COD <laughs> with the boys. That's yeah. yeah. That's what you want, man. Dude, like, I'll probably just go there to wait, not even get a haircut. <laughs> no, just, just, bro, just play the game. I believe I that. Love that bro. I believe that too. <laughs> I believe it. Bro, That's bro, something you, I do, eh? You just don't know. Uh, also just uh, nagged me for my PS4 for ages. <laughs> anyway, that's a different What's the Jam. That's a different one. Uh, but the focus is on the also Jesse. Okay, sorry, sorry. sorry, and, sorry, um, sorry about that. and like this is something that he loves doing, man. Yeah. And he says the biggest thing he gets out of it is when customers leave happy because mm. of a fresh cut. And oh, like we've all been there. It's good, mm. definitely. How good does it feel when you leave the barbershop with a fresh cut? Oh, yeah. so you just got a spring in your I step. Like, I feel like a new man. Bro, yeah. legit. Hard, hard. And like you got like a cheeky grin going on. Yeah. You got like a little swaggy walk going on. Mm. My but accent changes. <laughs> yeah, same. And my oh, how bad? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> how bad does it feel when you get a bad cut? Bro. Yeah. Confidence. So you know it's a bad cut when you pull your hat back on. <laughs> True. True. 100%. And I love that. That's what he cherishes most from his job, yeah. is that he loves seeing people leave his chair smiling, bro. Yeah, that's good. Confidence is at an all-time high. Yeah. And um, uh, another thing that I found, which I know that he does, yeah. the barber chair can be a place where stories are told. Mm. Yeah, bro. Hearts, oh. hearts are mended. Then Look, I know like there is just <laughs> something about the barber yeah, chair, yeah. right? Yeah, powerful. Bro. And this kid is a great kid, man. And yeah. he's so wise. He's nice. so humble. And like, I know for a fact that when people leave his chair, they don't just leave with a haircut, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, like they leave knowing that their story's been told. They leave with a piece of them knowing that, you know, like some, someone's actually taking the time to listen to my story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They feel like they got family. 
And barbers tend tend to tend to become family, like slowly but surely become family to you, man. Hard, hard, and hard, um, hard. that's what that's his why behind his business. Mm. And um, in the future, he um, he told me he'd like to open up a shop. Mad, that's mad. And um, he'd um, he'd love to take his business a bit further. Maybe not just cutting, maybe selling products, Ooh, um, nice. gels, wax, and all that stuff. Yeah. And um, like his own kind of product, like, like yeah, his, his own. Um, others, yeah. Uh, nice. And I love that he's not just focused on himself too. Yeah. He's like anyone. Like oh, if anyone has yeah. things that they want to sell Oof. in oh, my shop, so I can endorse people. Yeah. And that's what it's all about, hey. Yeah. Yeah. So right. like when you make it, it's not just you. You want to help other people out, and um, I think that's the beauty of what he's trying to do with his business too. Yeah, man, man. And um, I asked him because he's still in school, which oh. is crazy. So wow. I don't know how he that's balances awesome. school, um, his own business, nice, nice, time nice. for his family, time for his friends. Yeah, I don't know how he balances that, but he manages to do it, man. And um, I asked him. I said, "Hey, can you maybe share some share some thoughts, share some advice to to other young entrepreneurs out there who are trying to make it?" Nice. And um, he said, and and like I'll try and get it word for word. The the advice that will give to people yeah. who who want to become barbers or or anything for that matter is never give up. Yeah. Because yeah. the road to success ain't easy, and it's honestly not for everyone. Is what he said. Because there's a lot of hard work that goes into it, yeah, yeah. And what and the only thing that people see are the Instagram posts, are the successes. Yeah. But what they don't <laughs> see, and what usually is what gets them off their dream, is the hard work that goes into it. Yeah. So don't give up. Wow. Because the road to success won't be easy, and it won't come overnight. Patience is key to achieving the best haircuts. Can I get an amen? Amen. So all the plumbers out there rushing their haircuts, please, man. <laughs> please, <laughs> please slow down. Patience is the key. To achieving the best haircuts and make yeah. sure nothing is rushed. Yeah. Take your time learning. In whatever you do, take That's your right, time mm-hmm. learning nice what cool. you are doing. Nice and cool. rather than just and rather than just um, giving them a haircut, yeah. give them something to remember. Oof. Right, and so that's that's coming from him. He's still in high school. I told you, he's a wise man. Yeah. He's a wise young man. Yeah. All right. Love that. And so, what's the jam? Juicy Jesse. Oh, sorry, Juicy Jason. Juicy Cuts. You give him a shout out. You give bro. If you need a haircut, he's in Claremont Meadows. We'll put his at below, and you'll see. Yeah. Dang. Juicy. This man's the thing, bro. I'm telling you, this man's the real thing. He ain't playing around. But that's what's the jam fan for this week. Shout out. Shout out to Juicy Cuts. Shout out to Juicy Cuts. Juicy Cuts, bro. Juicy Cuts. Shout out. Juicy Cuts. I definitely need one. I definitely need one. I need one. All right, so um, make sure to keep an eye out for um, his post that we're going to mm. dedicate to him. We're yep, also yep. going to make sure we're going to send some love to the so. And bro, Juicy Cuts. Yeah. Uh, big up, big things for you ahead, bro. Hundred percent, man. Straight up, the best is yet to come for you, man. Um, but moving on, right now we're going to go to a hot tala. This is a hot Woo! one, bro. I'm excited for this one. So I'm going to hand it over to the Uso Frosty, who's going to bring a hot tala. Come on. The Uso Table Talk Podcast. Hot tala. Hot tala. Hot tala. Hot tala. Hot tala for you, bro. Yeah, so if you don't know what hot tala is, 
um, in translation, heart, obviously you know what heart means, but Tala in Samoan and many Polynesian languages mean talk or to speak. Yep. So our yep. hot Tala or our hot topic for today is um, something <coughs> that has been mm. uh, on a lot of people's mouths this week yep. and a lot yeah. of people's minds and it's along the lines of uh, depression, um, anxiety yep. and uh, the slogan is it's not too weak to speak yeah, yeah. come on mm. you know so um during this hot tala we're going to cover this and in hot tala we cover anything from mm. stuff that's lighter or heavy yeah. things that um you know touch our community or something that goes on in our community yeah or yeah. anyone's community yeah so this is what i want to speak on today and i'm going to bring it to the table for us to talk about it is not too weak to speak yeah yeah it's something you know it's a pretty big thing to talk about and um, I got a few questions to break it down. And mm. my first question is, what were your views on talking about your feelings as mm. you grew up? So I know we're diving straight into this yeah. and it's, um, it's definitely a, you know, a trigger topic. Mm. Yeah. 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 A topic that triggers a lot of emotion and yeah. a lot of feelings. But this is kind of why, um, you know, this is so strong in our community is because sometimes it's too deep to talk about or yeah. too hard yeah. to talk about. Yeah. So brothers like us or sisters out there, our elders, whoever it may be, uh, try to kind of steer away from it. Yeah. So if I could bring it to us with the question, what were our views on talking about our feelings as we grew up? Wow. I'm going to start. Uh, okay. So for me, I think uh, when I was growing up, uh, I just knew that um, just sharing my feelings was, it wasn't really spoken about yeah, like, yeah. as as much as it should mm. be. Yeah. And I remember like just growing up, uh, like just knowing that I, I started to like get feelings and then thoughts in my mind that like uh, I would love to like share to people or like just to express or, um, just to vent out to other people, mm, yeah. but I just uh, didn't. Know, uh, I didn't know who, so I, I would just tell anyone. You know, at the start, I'd tell yeah. anyone. You know, yeah. And um, and obviously, I, I I was I was young. I didn't know anything. I didn't. Mm. I didn't know like, I didn't really know the meaning of trust mm. at that time. So it was really it was really new to me. So then yeah. when I um started like telling people like how I felt and like telling stuff, uh, telling people like my opinions of things, I started to realise that like the the advice that I got back from them wasn't the, the advice that I, I needed mm. yeah. or wanted. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was more so of just like um, just their, their, their thoughts on it. And it was just like, it didn't really help me because these are the, these are just random people. It's not mm. people that I trust, but it's yeah. just people that it could be any, like, they could be hating on me as well, yeah, and they yeah. could be giving me yeah, the wrong yeah. advice. Mm. So then, I, um, then that, that's when um, I just started to—is it called discerning? Yeah, discern and, and just try and figure out who who's real and who's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um, and then that's when I started to realize, like, I had to um, close close myself from certain people. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but then yeah. I began to realize I was closing so much that I didn't really want to share my feelings at all mm. yeah. because I was getting hurt from from the mm -hmm. from the times that I did open up yeah yeah and then um well what I mean by being hurt is by like just knowing that um I was like rumors were going around 
about yeah. uh, things that are like about me. Yeah. And then it was just, uh, it was affecting me and my thoughts and just being like, man, like, who do I even trust now? Mm. And, yeah, that's um, a real thing. And yeah, the trust was just such a, such a big touchy, uh, like such a big um, thing for me to figure out because like I still couldn't, um, I still couldn't tell who, who was, the, who were the real ones that were with me and who weren't. Yeah, yeah. Um, even like, uh, I'm just gonna throw it out there. Like, even the people that um, should be the ones that should be trusted. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're not. You know, most of them are not trustworthy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm just gonna stop there for now. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's that's fine. That's a real place, man. Yeah, yeah bro. definitely. Um, for me, bro, it definitely wasn't something that was spoken about. Yeah. Um, but I think I found it more. More through actions, mm. yeah. Um, men just, just, just didn't do that, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was not even just through 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 seeing men, but even through media and stuff. You no, know, mm. you watch movies where men are, are, are like they act a certain way. Yeah. Um, men in action movies, heroes are portrayed a certain way. They are tough. Yeah. yeah. They have a um, rugged exterior They don't show emotion And the only emotions that they do show Are one of like anger Of vengeance you know, like All the manly emotions yeah, yeah, But yeah. all the ones of Man I am hurting Yeah um, Like pain Yeah pain mm. um, Sorrow um, yeah. All those things weren't Weren't, weren't showing You know And so as as a young person growing up, as a young male growing up and seeing those things, you wonder, all right, well, what do I do with these other emotions that aren't yeah. as spoken about, that aren't um, you know, shown, in, shown in mainstream media? And you wonder, like, oh, man, what do I do with these? Mm. And because there wasn't much voice around it, there wasn't, um, you know, like it wasn't, out there as much as the other emotions. Yeah. I think people just went to just keeping it in. Yeah. yeah. And people then try to, they try to figure out, well, who do I tell these emotions to? Who mm. who can I trust? And it was just a journey of, all right, I can't display these emotions. Yeah. I can't talk about them. Yeah. Well, then who do I know? Like, who do I talk about them to? Who do I uh, express uh, uh, these to? Yeah. And then, when when figuring out who to express it to, I think people started turning to drugs, alcohol, yeah. expressing it to the wrong people. Yeah, and yeah. that's where it became a thing where ah, oh, no, like we started getting all these numbers that started going up, and it just started <laughs> getting out of control, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I definitely think culture too played a big thing in why a lot of our people never felt. Comfortable in expressing those sort of feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember watching a watching a video about a rugby player. His name is Dan Leal. Um, he played overseas in England, and if you guys didn't know, we have a lot of our Polynesian players in, who, if they don't play in New Zealand and Australia, yeah, they all go over to England, France, yeah, yeah. And he touched on mental health with our Polynesian people over there, mm-hmm. and oh, it was wow. such a big thing. And a lot of players. Yeah. were taking their lives and so he wow. wanted to understand why and so he went and he spoke to all the brothers of all 
Tongans, Fijians, yeah. Samoans, yeah. um, New Orleans, who were all playing abroad. And he interviewed a lot of them and asked them why and how. No, and they're like, why, why this was happening? Why was, why, why was this becoming a trend? And they found that you no know, islanders are such a community-based people. Yeah. And when we get you no, know, when when we go when we go abroad to places like England, France, and all of that, um, their cultures are very, very independent. Very every man for himself. Mm-hmm. And so when you're a you no, know, when you've been ingrained to to think and live and breathe community, yeah, yeah. and yeah. you go from that to a culture that's so every man for himself, you can see why mentally it takes a toll on you right yeah, yeah. and and then no like you're in an you're you're in an environment every day yeah, and yeah. it's your job yeah where you're surrounded by people who are so focused on me performance yeah mm-hmm. me performance and how like how do you deal with that yeah. and and at the time there wasn't much um resources there wasn't wow. many people speaking out about right. that and then you can see why brothers and sisters are struggling yeah mm. Yeah, so it, like it definitely wasn't a thing that was spoken about, but you could definitely see it in actions, you know. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I love that, man. I, I love that. Um, you guys were touching on on how like your experiences and personal experiences were of growing up and dealing with how to deal with emotions mm. and, and feelings. Um, I personally have had a different uh, perspective or had a different um, upbringing on how to deal with my emotions. Yeah. <clears throat> when I um when I grew up obviously I lived with my my mom and not having a father there kind of you know I've always had a strong relationship with my mom. Yeah. Yeah. I've always been open to what I was feeling, how I felt um to towards certain things. Mm. And my mom was always speaking over those things. Um I think it was a time when uh I realized I was getting into high school and and you know, deeper things were happening. Mm. Uh, that's when I've kind of learned to kind of hold it, hold it in myself, and yep. find other avenues of how to um, express my emotions, express my feelings. And that's where I think I grew an understanding of like creative abilities. Mm. Yeah. Um, wow. You know, for me, learning how to be creative with dancing, which was a uh, you know anyone who knew me back then, like dancing was my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it was my thing. That was my creative expression. Um, it was my creative outlet of how to deal with my feelings and emotions. Um, even during high school, like you'd find me in during lunch break, I'd be in the dance studio, just mm. you know, playing music, mm. jamming music, yeah. and just feeling, feeling, you know, expressing my emotions. Um, I think, like as I grew up in my home, my home life, and just to give you a little background of my home life, uh, my stepdad came into the picture around. Um, when I was 12 years old, yeah. so kind of going, going into high school. And I realized that, um, you know, with my dad, my stepdad being an, an abusive person uh, towards me, it kind of made me lose my relationship with my mom yeah. mm. in, a, in a way because obviously my mom loved him and I didn't want to affect that in a way where I didn't want to be making her choose between, mm. yeah. you know, you got to choose either your son or your, 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 your lover. Mm. Yeah, and that was a reality for me that I had to learn how to really suppress my emotions so much that the only way I could let it out was creatively, mm. and that was my reality for such a long time. Yeah, um, I didn't know how to be open. I didn't know mm. how to be vulnerable. When I was vulnerable, it was like you'd get kind of looked at as as too serious, too yeah. sensitive, you know. Yeah, and I felt that was a 
massive conflict I had. I was too. I wasn't manly enough because I was too sensitive. I wasn't yeah. manly enough because I liked talking about feelings. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. when I try to do that, especially to some of the people, like who I thought were there for me, mm. uh, some of the responses and even just the reactions that they the give rea- back, yeah. you feel you feel that sort of sense of like maybe I shouldn't even be talking to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, gee, I just literally opened my heart to you. And, yeah. and sometimes when people's responses, um, you know, pretty bland and not mm. really th- there, they yeah. just kind of feel like, okay, I'm going to lock that up even more. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I'm going yeah, to lock, I'm gonna lock my heart up bro. ever, like never open that up yeah. again. Yeah. And now when I've come into um, dealing with, with uh, certain feelings and emotions, when I mm. open up to people, response is everything to me yeah like yeah. how people respond back 100. is something i feel like it, it tells me and gives me the signs whether you're for me or not mm. yeah and i know that sounds harsh i know that sounds very judgmental and i don't mean to judge any of like the people i've opened up to mm. or anything like that um i think it's just really personal thing it's a personal thing when you got to understand that you've got a you've got a responsibility to look after your spirit your yeah. your your heart and make sure you're guarding that mm. because man one thing that's said wrong could literally break your heart yeah yeah and i think that's something that i feel is so sensitive and such a reality for a lot of young people who are trying to figure out who to talk to who yep. do i who yeah. do i go to mm. um where do i run to who, where do i um get resources yeah and i know the easiest thing is to just close off mm. close off emotions feel numb yeah. in a way yeah um, but that's a that's a reality I, I, I wanted to share um, on behalf on my behalf anyways yes. oh hey uh, I love that you mentioned um, you had outlets that you went to to, yeah, to yeah. kind of express that um, I think even the outlets themselves if it wasn't sport <laughs> yeah. or if it wasn't yeah. something that was considered manly manly um, were all frowned upon you know, yeah, and uh, I think even me, man, like I, especially growing up, I used to view creative expressions such as dance, mm. um, even maybe stuff like this, yeah, 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 like I never thought that this would be like a you like, you know, what I mean, like I always look down mm. on stuff like this, yeah, yeah and it's yeah. funny now I'm doing it, yeah, but I think that was sort of ingrained in me because. Yeah. Of our upbringing, yeah, just like the way you were brought up, man. upbringing, yeah. and like I don't think it was ever said that oh, if you do podcast, that's that's not manly. No one ever told me that. Yeah, yeah. But you kind of just grow up, and you, if <coughs> if it's not rugby, <laughs> yeah. if it's yeah. not, I don't know, manly, yeah. then don't do it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I think it's, but I love that you spoke about outlets because I think that's very important when you do have so much on your plate when you're filled with stress yeah, you bro. need something to just you know like just release it yeah and bro. i know maybe people is the first sort of point of contact that you go to to maybe release mm. yeah. but if you don't have people yeah. yeah what do you do i know mine was maybe music i loved listening to yeah, music same yeah and yeah. Uh, mine would be like maybe so, like something soft like reggae mm. Mm. yeah um Soul, just soul music. Soul Can't music. Can't get with soul. Oh. And like, obviously rugby too was my outlet. Yeah. Like, And I think maybe if you don't have an outlet, please 
it's so important hey when you're dealing with yeah maybe yeah. just overloads of stress and you mm. just need ways to just release all of that out yeah, yeah. find yeah. outlets man and if it's not people find something that you vibe with find something that really feeds yeah. your soul yeah, yeah. And, it, and it doesn't have to be what society deems cool and huh. manly find something that suits you yeah because it's super important that you just can't hold it in man yeah, it's yeah. just not good for you man i just want to i, I want to touch base on that um i want to say like you know how we were just talking about the the manly yeah responses yeah i feel like um for women like it's pro it's probably a different uh ball game for them eh? yeah because it's um i reckon the way that um the the bad responses from them are probably like oh you're you're probably just overthinking things Mm. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're overthinking things. You're you're being dramatic. Yeah. Or wow. Yeah. yeah. That's you know what I mean. Yeah. It's not not more so of saying oh you're not like manly enough. Yeah. But this one's more of like oh I think like you're just thinking too much about this yeah. response. Yeah. Just like get over it. <laughs> yeah, but on, even on that, like talking on that, that's how a lot of women get silenced. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. You know when when they're going through abuse, when mm. they've been raped, or yeah. Yeah, you know, when they come to complain to somebody, mm. it's like, ah, you're, you're probably just, you know, guys, yeah. will, boys will be boys. That's just boys. <laughs> bro, that's the oh, worst. Oh, oh, you know how, guys, you shouldn't have been hanging out there anyway. Oh or what, what were you wearing that day? Yeah. Wow. Like, that's such a real thing. It is, like, eh? <laughs> yeah, bro. A lot, of, a lot of men, a lot of elders, um, you know, say to some females that, um, come up with some not come up with something but like express some dramas that they're going yeah. through you know um, I, I was just going off yeah. what you were saying but yeah. just quickly before we get off what yeah. i was originally talking about with um outlets and that i i was recently talking with my mother mm -hmm. and oh, that's um, awesome. and we had been able to share like and i was able to pour out my heart to her and she was able to do the same to me and i just realize like she has so much mm. that yes. she carries yeah. yeah as a mother as a polynesian woman as a Samoan woman mm. and even my father like my parents they have so much that they don't yeah. share with with me yeah that they go through mm. you know what i mean and even with so for instance sometimes it's like what i thought as a kid mm. it was hard for me to share with my parents yeah yeah but then I was talking to my mother now. She's like, no, like we would have loved it if you came to us. You we would have loved it if... Yeah. And I'm like, man, like I, I, as a kid, I didn't think that. Yeah. Mm. And um, for instance, with my outlets, in my room, it would be Tupac and Bob Marley on my walls. Yeah. <laughs> that was my two outlets was that. Because they put pen to paper what my heart was feeling. Mm. Yeah. And they, they sang what was on my heart. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And the whole Rasta vibe, and that at times I thought I was a Rasta, <laughs> you know, what whatever, you <laughs> whatever came with that. If you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yum, and, yum. and even like Tupac as well, like, mm. yeah, yeah. you know, what he rapped about, what he spoke about, that was my, you know what I mean? So I had mm. all these on my wall. Yeah. My parents would come in, look at it. Hey, you know, it says in the Bible, you shouldn't make idols. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh. But obviously their heart was like, no, like turn to God. Yeah. Of turn course. to God. Yeah. That was their heart. Mm. My heart was, I feel like I can't speak and I don't know how to speak. And these guys speak for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. two truths. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I'm more heavier now on leaning on God. Yeah. But as a kid, that was my truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? And them being secure, 
in who they were with God, yeah. that was their truth. That's beautiful, bro. And, but I hadn't I hadn't come to that realization yet. Yeah. So I think with those outlets, um, you know, something that helps parents or helps us now we're yeah we're old now compared to <laughs> tell me about compared it, to the hard man I'm so old you're not old uh, but but something <laughs> something that would help us is that sometimes we need to take our focus on off of the outlet yeah and onto the issue and yeah. onto the problem come on you know yeah. sometimes so if we're seeing if we smell like you know weed on a kid or alcohol on a kid and we're like whoa how dare you come here <laughs> high or drunk or don't you know that yeah. stuff it kills your brain cells or blah 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 who do you think you are so I think we need to shift the focus off, off of the, the outlet off of yeah. the, yeah. whether it's positive and, or negative yeah, that's because true. two outlets can be the same say for instance my grandma used to love it when she used to see young people at church all the time or when young people would pray yeah okay mm. and she would always say oh you know to me oh it's so good this person he prays like a pastor mm. yeah and he's your age mm. you know what i mean yeah. and she, that would like that was so awesome to her right yeah but then my outlet was a bit different to express my feelings yeah like yeah you know and at times she was like ah oh. she never put me down mm. but she was like hey you know try you know it's better if you take off your rat tail or oh, if you yeah. look different mm. look like a good boy you know <laughs> but i know my grandma's heart you know yeah, she yeah. meant the best for me oh. yeah yeah but what I'm saying is that sometimes the two outlets, one Look can be positive yeah. and yeah. one can be quite negative, yeah. right? I'm not saying growing a rat tail is negative. Anyway, maybe what I was up to was negative and she knew about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But two can be negative, you know, and I mm. think what helps us is that, yeah, we can we can encourage the person that's been in church their whole life. Yes. Yeah. So good on you, man. Like, yeah. keep doing what you're doing. Keep fighting the good fight. But also the brothers and sisters that aren't, you know, in yeah. church and that mm. aren't, doing it and mumble through a prayer just to yeah. get to the amen <laughs> you know and they're just doing it because you know grandma or grandpa's there you know even them encourage them even if you don't like that music try to ah oh, so you like rock music okay eh? mm. oh i remember, uh, i heard of a rock band one day like i like the rock <laughs> <laughs> i like the rock <laughs> but i think um there's with every outlet there's a there's something behind it mm. there's a heart that is yeah you know, and broken. Definitely, definitely. Get to know that. Bef- yeah. Awesome. Get to know, get to know why mm. instead of criticizing. Yeah. Get to That's that good. later. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, if it's something that needs to be addressed straight away, for instance, self-harm or something, address it. Yeah. But then don't be so like, why are you doing this? Why are you cutting yourself? Why are you doing this? Yeah. yeah. Just say, oh, I've seen you have marks. What's going on? Yeah. Like, what's. Mm. Yeah. I think it's important you know? to um, I always, obviously as young people, um, we're not like smart on learning how to deal with our feelings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, especially at a young age, it's mm. so hard. But the best thing to do, like, what we're almost ingrained to do, is just find something else to focus on. Yeah. And I think that's one thing to always remember as young, as a young, like as a young person, or when dealing with a young person dealing with depression, or f- or their feelings. Um, it's always important to to remember that they're not actually, like. They don't have the minds of an adult or a grown mm. psychologist or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you know they're not. They don't really understand like the five steps of what what to do when yeah. dealing with depression. They just want to feel what they feel, mm. And, mm. and that's something I feel is important um, to remember when with young people, especially um, who don't really understand what these emotions are, or mm. what what they're feeling. Um, you know, going back to to feelings again. You know, that's something I feel like is really powerful to remember. Yep. 
um, when dealing with young people. As a social worker, I've, I remember learning how to um, look past, not look past, but kind of learn to deal with the soul um, issue of why they're feeling certain ways. Mm. Yeah. But listening is a powerful yeah. thing. Listening yeah. to the young person's emotions is a powerful thing. And I feel like, in a way, that's a that's a great way of learning letting them know, letting them know that they have an outlet that is talking, mm. <laughs> yeah, which is you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And talking is an outlet, yeah. That's not a very um, popular outlet, but talking, you know, for yeah. as a young person was was something that was very um, different to do. Mm. <laughs> and I love that you brought up listening, yeah, because. How many times, like, <laughs> sorry, growing up, I, like, I would have loved a listening ear. Now, I'm not saying I didn't have that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I 100% did, but listening, you know, and not listening to give your opinion or yeah. not listening to yeah. then show that person how much you know about what they're going. Nah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. listening. Yeah. Just listening. Because no one, no one cares about how much you know. Unless they know how much you care, yeah. Right. Wow. And listening, oh my days, how much that can do for That's someone. Powerful, bro. Yeah, when bro. you just sit and listen with, with no agenda, yeah. With, with, with not trying to show off, yeah. Just, mm. just there to listen, and with, no dealing with young people, yeah. That is all that sometimes in situations that is all they ever want, and and that's all they ever need is just someone who comes. And listens. Yeah. I, I want to share um, just a story that, um, uh, yeah, I want to share a story mm. with you guys. Yeah, go ahead. Um, well, obviously, I do the same thing as you, uh, support work. And I came across, like, an uh, incident that uh, occurred, um, self-harm. Mm. Yeah. And, um, like, yeah, like, I was, like, I, obviously, I, I knew how to deal with it. But just in my heart, I knew I had to, like, I wanted to do it, like, uh, a way that... Would prove, uh, would show to them that I care. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So like, when I when I saw what was happening, like, I I, I didn't like I knew that listening wouldn't be enough mm. because mm. of um just the amount of times it had it has happened. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So like I had to just um like kind of like improvise and just be like you know what stuff this I'm gonna I'm gonna tell him how I feel yeah. about what what what's happening. Yeah. About what uh, the yeah. incident that's happening. So then I just, I just went straight, bro. What the heck are you doing? Yeah. Well, like, man, don't don't you know? Like, it hurts. It doesn't just hurt you. Yeah. It hurts other people as well. Yeah. It, it, yes, it hurts your family, but bro, just seeing it like personally, myself. Yeah. The yeah. fact that I I'm looking at this right now, this hurts yeah. my heart. Yeah. And yeah, this is yeah. killing me. Yeah. And I don't care about this like this job that I have right now. Yeah. Just the fact that you're doing this in front of me, man, this kills me. This yeah. hurts my heart so much. Yeah. And like, bro, honestly, I was actually like my like I was I was bawling out, bro. Like, yeah. I, like I can't see you do this stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um just just that moment that happened just then. Yeah. Like <clears throat> I just I just couldn't um see it anymore. And then I just told him, man, like, you gotta make this promise with me. Don't ever do this again. Mm. And bro, like since then, man. Shoulders. Like, yeah. He's 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 stopped, man. Yeah. He's stopped and like all that all that kind of um <coughs> all all those all those um 
the, those things that he used to do, it's just he knows that it affects people. Now that someone has shared um like the way they care mm. to yeah, him, yeah, hundred. It just pro- it just shows to them that there is a purpose in this mm. life rather yeah. than doing what you're doing. Yeah. 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 But yeah, frick, man, I had to share that. Eh? It shows, yeah, it shows people that they love. Yeah, that, yeah. that someone mm. someone's gonna hurt. That void actually hurts. You yeah. disappear, I'm gonna hurt. Yeah. I remember like something that I was working um in surface paradise front door of a nightclub and um i was signing off and then um the manager at the time um of the club that i was working at was like oh there's um there's this kid in like under 20s that thank you bro (laughs) Take your time. Take your time, bro. He was just talking. He's like, "Oh, there's this, um, there's this kid in under twenties that um, he passed away." And I was just like, "Oh, okay." He's like, "Oh, apparently he's from up here, Gold Coast ways." And and I was just like, "Oh, like sharks." And auto- automatically, I thought about like one of my cousins. And I was like, mm. "Oh no, like no, 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 can't be, can't be." But then he said a different team. Um, and then I was just like, oh, okay, that's not my cousin. And then I was just like, oh, like I wonder if it's, you know, one of my boys, like one of my other mates. And um, and then like surely enough, he said he said my mate's name. <sighs> and and I was just like, what? Like what happened? He says, oh, it just says like it's not suspicious, which at the time I didn't realize. Not like the police say it's not suspicious usually mm. means it's a, it's a suicide. Yeah. And I was just like far out, and I, I like I just left work, and I was just so heartbroken, and I didn't know what to think, or what mm. to say. Yeah. And um, this guy that um that that took his life, um, I'm I'm not gonna say his name because it, yeah, like, it's fine. Yeah. Just for respect for respect. his family, and mm. and it's all out there. Um, it's all in the media and all that. But mm. um, just for respect because I like I wasn't there in his last days. And I wasn't as close with him as I was in his last days as like we were in high school. So mm. I don't feel like it would be right if I would have, you know, for the clout, put my name with his name. Yeah, anyway, maybe that's just some yeah. internal <laughs> stuff I'm going through. But, and I remember like just thinking, frick, like if, if I could have just said yeah. this, if I could have just said that. Mm. And he was the strongest, the, the strongest dude yeah. in high school. Like, I, I, like I remember one day we were in grade nine or grade ten when he first came to my school, and then um, and this older kid, which was like this black belt in karate or whatever it was, yeah, it, like a lot of people were you know weary mm. of him. He taught kung fu and mm. that, and he was in grade twelve, and he had walked past it. He shoulder charged my mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my mate looked at me and goes, "Did he just?" And then I was like, yeah, but in my mind I was like, but also that guy that just shoulder charged you is like this kung fu expert. <laughs> Whereas he just turned around and just ran up to pushed him. Yeah. And was just like looked at him in his eyes, I was like, Are you good? Yeah. And then I was just like, Oh, what's gonna happen? <laughs> but anyway, the kung fu dude backed down and he apologized, like, yeah. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, blah blah blah. I'm not saying oh like my mate won that little yeah. but he was just so like we were in grade nine and that yeah. guy was in High school, yeah, that's a yeah. big difference. <laughs> when you're like 14, 15 and there's an eighteen year old walking year around, old. you're like, oh, 
But he had no fear, this guy. No fear, yeah. yeah. Like, when he played rugby, he had no fear. Mm. Like, and he was, right? So it didn't make sense mm. when, yeah. when I heard, man, this guy took his life. Like, that doesn't make sense. And I always thought, man, if I could just say this or if I could have said that. Yeah. You know, but a lot of my other family members uh, were really close with him. Mm. They had a they, they had their crew because they went, um, they all... They were all at my high school and then they left and went to a different high school, a, a better high school at rugby at the time. Yeah. And um, anyway, so just seeing their heartbreak mm. and they were going through the same sort of thing. It's mm. like, man, if only I could have said this. And one of my cousins was with him a couple of days before. But um, just not only that, that was me, one of his mates in high school, yep. Yeah. that we were once close in high school and I didn't talk to him for years after we left. Yeah. Wow. And I w- that was my effect. Yeah. Mm. So I can't imagine his missus' effect, his mm. um, his parents, his brothers yeah. that, that were feeling that. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that's, like, the fact that you got to speak real. Yeah. Whether he was your client or not. Yeah. And letting him know, I don't care about this job. Yeah. 100%. That's, a, that's a big thing that people, that you could do that a lot of people can't do. Mm. So now I never, never take for granted those texts or those mm. yeah 100% like, oh I'm feeling how are you good yeah, yeah. I'm alright like now nah, I'll push you mm. I, I'll let you go for now but yeah. maybe a couple hours I'll call you Check in. Yeah. I'll rock up at your house like, mm. are you good yeah. you know just hard uh, yeah man like that void if you're ever going through something and if you're ever thinking about self harm or, yeah. or, or taking your life it's yeah like I know it gets hard sometimes you know, and I know it sure does, yeah. Sometimes it's hard to hear from other people because they're not going through depression mm. to tell you, like, don't you know that would, what that would do to me? Yeah. You know, and sometimes it's it's you want people to know what's going on in your life mm. or someone yeah. that that gives a care, gives yeah. a crap. You know what yeah. I mean? So if you're ever thinking about it, you know, there's a massive void that it leaves, and people do love you. Mm. You know, I think it just goes to show no one. No, no one's immune to this, eh? Yeah. yeah. And there's no certain symptom that, you know, like, you just can't tell what people are thinking, what people are going through. Yeah. And people may show certain emotions of joy and happiness, but we don't know what's going on, yeah. you know? And I love that we you know, we had two opposites here where one was, um, what was our first question? Was feelings about how we feel, how we dealt with feelings, as a group. how we yeah. dealt with feelings and uh, sharing emotions, yeah. and we had a story where where Nons just shared what he was feeling about uh, his client, yeah. and I think it just goes to show, man, both ways, maybe how 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 important sharing is. Yeah, if you're going through depression and anxiety and have. Uh, Thoughts of that nature, yeah. how 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 important it is to share and yeah. and unload. And if you're a supporting friend, how 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 important it is too to share to your mate. Yeah. Hey, bro, mm-hmm. I love you, man. Yeah. I love you too. And so. I think it goes to show how how important both both yeah. ways of sharing is, because yeah. you just never know. Yeah. Yeah. I you, think you just never know. Going on that, like, we we're comfortable with it now. Yeah. Telling yes. each other that we love each other. <laughs> but when, what a journey, yeah. When we say goodbye. Yeah. But I remember, um, like, when I first, I was like, 
because when that happened to my mate, Sorry. I yeah. always thought, frick, man, I'm telling him I love him through a Facebook status that he's not going to see he's here. He's not going to see here. Mm. Yeah. You know wow. what I mean? Mm. So wow. I'm like, so that's why if you're watching and you're one of my brothers <laughs> and you're like, frick, this guy just told me he, he loved me <laughs> and it's weird <laughs> to you. It's because I'm I'm sick and tired of yes of saying it when Come on. when my usos are dead when it's too late yeah pretty much I'm sick of saying that when when people have passed that's facts bro that's yeah. why that's why you get random messages from me where I just tell you how much I love you mm. <laughs> that's why you get random I'll call you and just say how encouraged I am by you and just let you know how much of an inspiration you are because I'm sick of doing it in a Facebook post mm. when someone's dead probably. yeah. There's some there's some um, boys that I talk to. Uh shout out to me and 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 Peter. Um I, like they barely ever talk on the chat. <laughs> yeah. And it's one of those things I always open the chat and it's always me. Love you boys. Love you boys. <laughs> love you boys. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I think it's a, it's it's funny looking at it now, but I think it's it's definitely one of those blessings in disguise, man. Yeah. Mm. Like you never realise. Um uh one thing I learned from uh the great it's a good movie, Sion's wedding. Um, oh, yeah. oh, uh, you know that was <laughs> such a good movie, but yeah. like I think it was the second one his, where his brother's brother died. Um, yes, undisputed. Yeah. Oh, um, so what happens is uh, in the voicemail, um, he, he 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 finds um, a way to listen to his brother's voice was through his voicemail. Um, I haven't I haven't changed changed it back, but because um, I got a new number, but I just got a new SIM card. Sorry, but. My old voicemail used to always say, um, you know, Moana, if this is you, I love you. Oh, At the uh, end of it, yeah. I always thought of it as a way where, like, if ever if ever something were to happen to me, yeah. if ever something oh. was to happen, you know, Moana can hear me say I love her. Wow. At least. <laughs> yeah. To me, that, that to me that was a, a powerful thing. Yeah. Uh, it was a powerful reminder that, you know, I'm still here, mm -hmm. uh, even, yeah. even if, even if. Because I never know what my future's going to look yeah. like. Yeah, um, I was thinking that, oh, this guy's just being cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> but, bro, bro, just the thought awful, behind man. that, man, that's, yeah, that's mad. I'll probably yeah. tell you I love myself. <laughs> 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 bro, um, even that too was another, <laughs> loving yeah. it. Um, you know, I'll share a little story. I've I recently went through my, uh, um, like a, a really heavy season with depression. Um, and this is literally before the podcast idea even came. Like, it's so funny that, sorry, so I'll share. So the podcast <laughs> idea came to me literally, I think around May this year mm. or March this year. And it was something that was brewing in my heart. And in that time, I was facing depression. <laughs> wow. And it was, such a real, it was such a real place. And I was living, I was lucky that I was living with, um, with a great also of mine, yeah. um, Ron and uh, Leah and his, and his family. And bro, like my also Ron, I love you so much, bro. By the way, my also Ron, like he's not the most open person. Yeah, <laughs> he's not the most open person. He doesn't know how to open up. He doesn't really know how to talk um, about deep things. Yeah, but I love him because he's my brother. He's my brother since we were twelve. Oh, wow. <laughs> so like we've we've been through so much life together, and um, you know, with, there's been times where he's run away to my house in, yeah. in Brisbane, and we've like trying to help him out and stuff like that. Um, but one of the things I really found powerful that even though, um, even though like I felt isolated, yeah. like the depression does that. It makes you feel lonely and iso isolated. There'll be times where 
just having the usul there yeah. yeah actually helped so much bro yeah. it gave me so much peace he doesn't have to say anything and just, i think yeah. that's something that's powerful as a as a powerful reminder that just being in the same room with someone can really s- like bring peace to your mm. heart yeah and um i know i've been there <laughs> <laughs> i've been yeah, there bro. for some people who you know like my also yeah bro that's for um noni I, I know i've been there in times where I didn't have to say anything. I just had to literally just be there for those, mm. who, you know, be present. Yeah. And I think that's something that's a very powerful um, reminder. Yeah. You don't have to know what to say. Mm. You don't have to know what to pray. But being there. Presence, yeah. Is, is such a huge um, answer for some people. Yeah. Bro, just being in that, like, in that depression mode, everything just becomes so dull, man. Like, so yeah. dark. I don't know why it's just that feeling and the feeling just makes your your mindset just so dark and the fact that like if you're by yourself it feels so like yeah dark man dark cold you feel cold like oh, I had shivers bro and the fact that also was here with me man like bro thank you for that also oh, <laughs> it was real it was a real place man yeah. and um yeah just just what when I was going through that man like I like I, I, I literally had to ask him, like, please, bro, like, is it all right? If, like, you just like, literally, like, be next to me and like, just chill out and talk until we fall asleep. And he's like, wow. yeah, like, cause I didn't even want to sleep, man, cause I was having dreams of just things that would just um, mess up my mind. Yeah, wow. But yeah, bro, just the uh, the the power of presence. Mm. It's beautiful, bro. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> love you also. Love, love you, man. Yeah, bro. I think, yeah, man. Like, I wouldn't say. Uh, I mean, it could have been depression. I don't like because I wasn't clinically diagnosed or, okay. you know, anything like that. I just wanna. I don't know, but um, like I, I definitely went through times where I was like suffering hardcore with like anxiety. Yeah, and I could say anxiety. I haven't been clinically diagnosed with anxiety either, but. The signs were there. Symptoms like, were there. Yeah. Symptoms were there. <laughs> um, where, like, I would just get tight-chested and I can't, or not, like, really tight-chested. <laughs> like, like, pecs. But, like, tight-chested, <laughs> like, chested, tight-chested, like, I couldn't breathe. Yeah, yeah. Um, in big crowds. Yeah. Or, like, there was so much people around me and I was just like, oh, like, I didn't want to. <laughs> and I will just go quiet. Like, and sometimes I still do that. Mm. Like, I'll just go quiet if there's a lot of people around and, yeah. And things like that Or um, And times where I would get So nervous When I was out That I would feel my heart beating Like mm. It just felt Like my heart was outside of my chest Just beating And then I was just out Like I couldn't function So I would just go home And I would just sleep Like the whole day And I just Anyone calling Texting me Like I didn't want to Hang out with them I didn't want to You know Text them And um, I I guess this would kind of go into my next question. Yep. But um, like there were things that I was going through that a lot of people didn't understand mm. in my surroundings, which mm. is pretty much how it goes with a lot of, a yeah. lot of people, right? Um, in my in my first in my first semester in my first semester of college, so obviously we all came to college. Um, I think. Sione and Roli, uh, sorry, Nonze and Roli uh, lives here in Sydney, used to mm, yep. for college. Um, 
and but I I came from Gold Coast, so like I was away from my family up there, and um, so but we all came, and even you, even though you're local, we're all, like um, we were all local, but we came to a place in college where it felt like we're away from, from yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. from reality or yeah. our family. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, 100%. And, and I know you didn't live in college housing, but it was still such a real thing to be like nine hours a day in yeah. a place that was away from. Yeah. yeah. In a know, bubble. In, in a bubble, yeah. you know. And, For real. And there were things that I was For going real. through that, um, like say in my first semester, my, um, my auntie and uncle died in my first semester, like mm. in weeks, one week, sorry, one week after the other, and they were married. Okay, and they were my, um, they weren't the first pastors or uh, like people in ministry that I've ever ever known as a kid, or seen like um, that I knew personally. Like I had pastors as a kid, but I didn't know them. Mm. You know what I mean? But I knew them as yeah. my aunt and uncle because they, um, their children. I grew up as my siblings. Mm, mm. So my eldest brother, that's his parents. Um, so, and they had, my uncle, uh, Reverend Falisfulu, he had passed away. Uh, and then my auntie, Litia, she passed away a week after. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, to me, that was such a, wow, what's going on? But then, and I was close with them. Like, they, like I loved them. I, I was very close with my auntie, Litia. And, um, but, uh, but because my, I loved my brother and he was my older brother, like his pain, I was like, man, like I wish I could be there for him. But like, mm. you know, so he ended up going to Samoa at the time. So that happened. And then I'm at this college where that's not really normal. Yeah. You know, like, however, it's normal because a lot of people are away from family and they've had their parents pass away, mm. like yeah. while they were away from their parents. So I've seen it. But like I, as a... I didn't feel like I could talk to people. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Like, not only that, then not long after that, and still in my first semester or second semester, then my grandmother passes away, which I was extremely close to, like extremely close to. And then that same semester, my other auntie, my my so auntie Litia, she passed away my first semester. Her sister, so my my mum's other sister, auntie Mara, which I was extremely close to as well, she passes away. Right, mm. so as that's happening, I'm I'm with my cousin and she's battling cancer, right? Oh, yeah. So all my family are in in um, Sydney are with her and we all, and then I'm praying with her and we're you know we're all believing as a family you know she's gonna, you know she's she's gonna overcome this, mm. and then she passes away, right? So yeah. then and and you also came to the funeral and helped me with the vocals and that and and then um so then I. I did the family service and then um, not like that's what that all happened while I was in college. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was such a, such a hard thing for me to, to process. Yeah. But then I, I also felt like a burden to people, wow. a burden to the, the people that were there to help me. Yeah. I felt like a burden to them going, Oh, I'm, I'm going through another, my my auntie passed away. Yeah. Oh, oh um, my yeah. other auntie passed away. Mm, yeah. Oh my. You know, and that that was such a like harsh thing. And I know that there were people that that I was with in college that their own parents passed away while yeah. they were in in college. Jeez. So I, I understand that there's pain there, but 
we were just we were in Bible college. Mm. You yeah. know what I mean? But it was hard for me to talk to so many people because it was like for me in my head it was like that's only something that islanders would understand yeah you know what i mean yeah, yeah. but that, that's not the truth because it was every like you know it was every so many different races went through mm. death during that you know in college and you know go through the loss mm. but mm. i felt like the way that we mourned mm. as islanders oh. that what that's what was hard for me because i couldn't just turn around and say like um like oh, it's all like I didn't need a week. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, oh, let's let's move on. God is good. God is good. But at that time, I was struggling to say God is good. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Went to a real place. So 100%. it was that time that I was just like, man, like, yeah. why am I doing this? Like, and when I did my cousin's like family service, and I'm like, God is good, and that was hard for me to say. Yeah. Because <laughs> at that time, I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. I was like, are you serious? Like, really, God? Yeah. Like this is happening in my life. And I think like that depression or that whatever I was feeling, it was it was just a black cloud and I couldn't get out of it. I couldn't get away from it. Oh, you know, and even you also would be like, Are you okay? Yeah. I'm like, Yeah, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Then I'll I'll take a photo of my devotions in the morning at the cafe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Getting that word in, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Getting the Holy Spirit this morning. Yeah. Trying to have this image that I'm I'm all good, but in reality I was just dying inside, you know. Mm. Yeah. So I think like that's, you know, long story short, I think like that's such a real thing too. Is that no matter who you are, mm. yeah, Bible college or not Bible college, whether you're Christian or not, like this touches anyone. Mm. You know, like depression or mm. this black cloud, this stress. You know. And I think, sorry, back to my question, is that sometimes when we feel like there's certain people that don't understand where we're coming from, yeah. so yeah. we don't share. Yeah, We grow up with community-based stuff where we're family, where we love each other, yeah. where we go through it together. Yeah. So when it comes time for a counsellor or a psychologist or a pastor yeah. that's not of our family or not our close friend, they say, oh, what's going on? Oh, no, no, nothing. Yeah. I'm all good. You, you don't love me. Yeah. <laughs> well, why should I share it with yeah. you? Yeah, well, yeah. what would you know? I think, yeah. like, let's open that up if we can touch on that. Is there times that we've reserved some feelings and emotions that we've gone through because we haven't trusted? Yes. Yeah. So, but but it was it was credible help. Yeah. But yeah. then, but we turned it away because they weren't our family or mm. they weren't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Can we? No, yeah, that's that's one hundred percent true. Um. I think. When you have no relationship and no rapport with the person who's trying to help you, of yeah. like, of course, you're like, nah, heck, I don't know you. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I don't trust you. Yeah, like, why would I share this with you? You know. Yeah, and it, like, it's even worse when they're not of your culture too, because mm. because I think that does have a that like that does play a part in 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 understanding yeah. what one is going through and. And and like in trying to help, um, that definitely was for me. I remember one time, I sought help in college. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I think, oh, I don't know what. Um, they recommended like like a counselor, and the whole meeting was just me just being quiet. Eh? It was just, and 
heaps of times he's asked me open. I was like, no, because I don't know you, man. Like, well, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I think for us, it's um, it's um, very foreign for us to be sharing feelings with um, obviously a complete stranger. Yeah, and um, I, like I remember when my own auntie, like she 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 went through like she she was with me when I was going through mm. like my my stage of um depression, but. When I was going through that, she she really she heavily advised me to like go see someone. Like you really need to yeah. see pr- seek professional help. Yeah. But uh, knowing me, like uh, I just felt like to me, I felt like I was failing myself for me to go seek someone. Yeah. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was just like the fact that I'm actually gonna go see a professional help. It just makes me sound like um. Yeah. I'm no. like not all there. Yeah. And, and I was too uh, proud to um, share my feelings and to share yeah, like, who I really am with a professional because um, no one wants to be known for that. No one like no one wants to um, share that with any, with anyone that yeah. they, that, that they seek professional help because it makes yeah. them look like they can't um, do things on their own individually. Yeah, yeah. They can't um, they can't like share, uh, they can't. Um, how do you say it? How do you um, be vulnerable Yeah they can't be vulnerable They can't um, Do life Yeah mm. by the, Like by themselves Individually They yeah. can't be independent Yeah And uh, the fact that um, That's what it means When you go seek Professional help Yeah um, That's why Yeah I was like no, nah, I don't want to do it <laughs> And that's yeah. That's my That's the honest truth That's why I didn't do it Yeah But now Like I look back at it now And I'm like One day I'm, I'm going to actually Go do it yeah, like, not because I'm depressed now, but because I just want to make sure I'm in check mm. with myself yeah. mentally. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's it's just a healthy thing to do. And um, yeah, I just want to advise that to everyone out there. You know, if you really need to like vent out and, and talk to someone, don't like it's okay to not be mm. okay. Yeah, and seeking professional help is not weak. Mm. Yeah, it is yeah. definitely yeah. not weak. And you got you guys need to understand that. It's just to help you and to help your well-being, and it doesn't show. It doesn't lower yourself. It doesn't lower your your independency. It doesn't lower your your standards. Mm. It doesn't lower your um your your pride, or if that's how you say it, because it's um it's a real place for um having mental health. Mm. And uh, um, I'm putting my hand up for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Me too, bro. Awesome. Oh, um. Yeah, I was just uh, the same. I've I've got professional help mm. before. Nice. Um, I've got pastoral care as well. I don't know if that's professional. They say they're not professional, but anyway. Um, <laughs> and that was difficult for me mm. because they would ask me like, "Oh, what's you know, what's going on?" Yeah. Just speak, just talk, and I was just like, "Oh, why don't you ask me questions? <laughs> then I'll yeah. I'll answer your questions." Yeah. You know, and then some of them were like. Sometimes it was just like, oh, just just speak. Mm. Like, what's going on? What's you know? What troubles you? What's? And then um, I was thought like, who are you? Yeah, mm. <laughs> you're not gonna be there for me. And um, like I've shared this with you also, and I think I don't know if I've shared it in the podcast before, maybe. But um, with that that concept that I always used to live by that wasn't good. It was always like, don't eat with people you can't starve with. Mm. So I was like, I don't know you. You mm. can't. You you never starve with me. Yeah. So who are you? You know. 
And then it's like, but then on my table, the people that I do starve with, we were never sitting with people that yeah. we, we can't uh, can't eat with. Yeah. So obviously, like, and then the other question is that maybe, maybe that person's not meant to starve with you. Maybe they're meant to show you how to eat. Yeah. So then mm. you can take it back to your table and teach your table how to how eat. to eat. So we all eat instead of sitting there looking and criticizing everyone else and saying, like, they're not eat, like, they can't start with me. So yeah. why am I gonna go? Yeah. Eat yeah. with them. Yeah. You know what I mean. Mm. So sometimes it's not, it's not that. It's not, you're not going to eat with them. You're just going to mm. learn how to eat. And that was yeah. my biggest thing is that sometimes they're not going to chill with you yeah. after this. Sometimes it's not yeah. kick back at your house and just listen to music or something. Yeah. They just want to wow. hear what you have to say, help you process it, give you um, practical things to put in place and mm. move on. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you take that back and you know how to dissect certain things or, yeah. or process certain things that help you. Yeah, and you bring it back to your table, and you help each other out. Yeah. So maybe maybe you're not a professional, so you can't speak on that level. Mm. So you might say, "Hey, I really encourage you. I spoke to this guy. Yeah, refer, help. Mm. Yeah, you know." So I think, um, uh, yeah, I think that's a big thing. Yeah, is that learning that? Mm. Just looking at that way. Yeah. yeah, the way the way I've always um, analyzed when coming to someone to talk to about what you know you're feeling and what depression uh, you're going through um i've always i've always saw it as like depression is when it like it hits it really hits when it invades your secret place mm. yeah like there's a place in it's almost like there's a place in your heart that you know, if you if depression was to hit that place then it really goes you know deep yeah and mm-hmm. allowing someone allowing to open up and talk to someone about that deep space yeah that's it's hard to get, just go yeah. there, you know. It's, it takes a lot of relationship, and because with us being islanders in such community-based, mm. um, you know, upbringings, we we've been taught that you've got to do life with me first before yeah. we can get, we can touch anything of that, mm. Mm. you know. And that's that's a reality. A lot of our young people and our and even ourselves we deal yeah. with, um, you know. I'm not going to open up until you, yeah until we we good, you mm. know. 100%. Um, I find vulnerability means well with vulnerability yeah so like if i'm going to be vulnerable i i kind of expect the same yeah, vulnerability same back, yeah. back. You, yeah but also um one one thing i've been learning a lot is grace opens up for a lot of truth mm. so yeah. if someone was to show so much grace to me it automatically feels like i'm i'm keen to open up to you bro like yeah. i'm keen to open up with the way you've been treating me the way mm. you've, you've honored my time and I'm happy. I'm happy to open up, and that's yeah. something that I, c- I feel like I can open up to someone instantly mm. if they come with the right heart. Yeah. You know? And I think that's something um, we need to be aware of with professional help. Mm. Like, um, you know, I really believe that it's it's you know, and I, I quote um, a, a pastor from New York. Uh, he always said it. Um, you know, with with seeking professional help and the way you know Christians view it. Yeah. It starts with Jesus, mm. but then it goes into professional help and doctors and specialists and, and all that, but it always ends with Jesus mm. as well. And, you know, there's always obviously a misunderstanding that I'm just going to pray it away. I'm just going to pray my deep yeah. Um But I feel like there's more to it. Mm. There's more to it. There's a real work and understanding that you've got to deal with what you've got, you've got going on. And sometimes it means professional help. Mm. Sometimes it doesn't. But resources and understanding what resources you have available is such a powerful thing yeah yeah you know 
my usos here, I wouldn't say they're resources, but they technically are. Mm. Yeah. You know, this this um my creative outlets are resources as well. Mm. And those are those are things that are if it's healthy and it's feeding your soul yep. and you feel like you're walking away from that better than you were yesterday, then that's a win. Mm. Yeah. You know, that's a powerful win. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'll leave with that. Yeah. I think um maybe in closing yep. we, we could just talk about who can we talk to? Yeah, yeah. You know, like I know that I can talk to you boys. Yeah. In times of need, um, like obviously through our faith, we can yeah. talk to our pastors. Yeah. You know, but um, parents mm. talk to your parents, but like, <laughs> this is still the same predicament of like I have my close whistles. I know I go to church. I have a pastor. Anyone can fail you. So there is professional help out there as well. Yep. Yeah. If you don't want to talk to your close friends or yep. your family or your pastor, um, you know, if you're in Australia, the helpline is 13 11 14, and that's Lifeline Australia. That's 13 yep. 11 14. Mm. 1 3 1 1 1 4. Yep. And you can call them and just let them know that there's certain things that you're going through, yep. um, that you need some help. Okay. Um, but I would, if. If you're under the age of 18, look up some youth groups mm. in your area. And there are um, tons. There's tons of youth of groups. Credible websites and yeah. information. Yeah. Places so that will be able to help you. You can yep. go through your school, um, to different youth groups. Just Google. Just mm. look it up. Um, but also, if you're you know not under 18 and you it's a bit weird if you get a youth group. <laughs> Unless you're from a church where that's all right. Yeah. Then, then, you, then you do you, boo-boo. Um, there's always help out there. Google. Google help. Um, there's always free. Look for free help somewhere yeah. if you don't want to pay or don't want to go to psychologist or counselor or whatever. Yeah. Also, I just want to touch on maybe there's things that we said that have triggered something. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if that's you, just know that we love you. Honestly, yeah. like... I know maybe we don't know you, but we love people. Yeah, yeah. And people are our heart, and we want to see our people succeed and win in life. Come on. Um, if we've said something that you don't agree with, yeah. Um, you know, we're sorry. We're not professionals. Mm. No. We're not professionals. Um, but you know, we mean well. We mean the best for everybody. There's yep. always help out there. You can uh, message our. You can inbox us on Instagram. Mm. Definitely. Um, uh, we will try to respond. If not, we can. There's always help out there. We yep, can yep. help. If we can't help, we will always refer to mm. someone that can help. Yep. Yeah, you know. And um, yeah, man. But personally, muscles. Yeah, I just want to thank you guys. You thank know, you've, you've been with me through thick and thin. Um, I've been through a, like a lot. We've all been through a lot yeah. where we've been able to bounce off each other. Yeah, and also go MIA. <laughs> <laughs> and also disappear and just smoke bomb and, and nothing so um, you know and we never s just because we're doing a podcast we, we're at no place of arrival we haven't no. made it to yeah. a place that yeah. We, yeah. we don't go through stuff yeah yeah. so um, you know I'm always here for you also and I know that you Same guys goes. are always here for Same me yeah. you know Definitely but so. if there's anything that you guys want to add any that I missed about who we can talk to oh, us uh, yeah, I said that. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Um, but we'll we'll definitely put those links to the yeah. to the help um, yeah. down below in the description. Yeah. Yep. So make sure you check those out if if, if there's ever a need mm. that um, you know you want to address or something yeah. that you yeah. want to address. And um, yeah, like Fashi said, we love you and yeah. we appreciate you guys so we're much. Praying for you. Yeah, can I just, um, add add a little five cents into it. Let's go. Yeah. Um, 
I think maybe for all our brothers and sisters out there who 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 haven't struggled with depression, but definitely know people who who are, and mm. you want to find out how to help. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um. Again, Waves is going to put all the links below, and there yeah. are there are heaps of websites, books, webinars, videos where yeah. you can yeah. learn. Please educate yourself. Yeah. yeah Please definitely. don't stay uninformed, and more importantly, don't don't get misinformed about depression and and suicide please if you want to help and you want to play your part yeah let's educate ourselves yeah and let's find out what we can do to support our brothers and sisters who are going through this and yeah. and like let's bro let's eradicate this thing eh? because yeah. like i know we all feel the same way when i say freaking stuff stuff depression stuff, <laughs> stuff suicide so please let's play our part let's educate ourselves and yeah and yeah just follow through with the links below but love fam love, love, love you uh, so right now, um, I'm going to change the gears a bit and we're going to go into our next segment, which is the Pisupo. The Usa Table Talk Podcast. I think it's Pisupos, fam. It's Pisupos, Oh my days, brother. What's that? <laughs> All right, Pisupo, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know what it is and you're tuning in for the first time, Pisupo is basically a segment where we kind of ended off with an encouragement. Yep. You know, we kind of yeah. want to close off the... The, um, the episode with, with an encouragement and mm. empower our people. So it's definitely um, our heart, you know, to empower people and, and you know, encourage yeah. pretty much. So, yeah. um, but I'm going to play a little video from um, Lion King. Hey, come on. Just to change the mood up a bit. But honestly, I feel like Lion King is the biggest sermon bro, itself. Bro, I thought my game's <laughs> over, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, I just want to play this little clip from Lion King just to kind of um, kick off my, my points for Pisupo. So listen in. Simba. Simba, you have forgotten me. No, how could I? You have forgotten who you are and so forgotten me. Look inside yourself, Simba. You are more than what you have become. You must take your place in the circle of life. How can I go back? I'm not who I used to be. Remember who you Don't you think? Yeah. Looks like the winds are changing. Ah, change is good. Yeah, but it's not easy. I know what I have to do, but going back means I'll have to face my past. I've been running from it for so long. Ow! Jeez, what was that for? It doesn't matter. It's in the past. <laughs> yeah, but it still hurts. Oh, yes, the past can't hurt. But the way I see it, you can either run from it or learn from it. Ah! You see? So what are you going to do? First, I'm going to take your stick. No, 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 no! Not your stick! Hey! Where are you going? I'm going back! <laughs> 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 All right, that was a bit of a throwback, man. <laughs> don't leave don't me. Leave me. <laughs> Bro, that's mad. Um, but I just wanted to give some some quick pointers and some some takeaways from this episode. Um, 
you know, we touched a lot on, on depression today and, and that was something that I wanted to really go on. Uh, I love how um, the little snippet that we showed was a, was a conversation between Simba and Rafiki. And I wanted to share the quote that he says, uh, you know, we can either run from it or learn from it. Yeah. Um, depression happens to everyone, no matter what color, religion or sex you are. It's a real it's a real place for so many people. And, yeah. um, you know, one thing that I, I realized is that uh, we can get better at dealing with it. Mm-hmm. One thing is I've, I've learned is um, learning how to learn about myself in the, in the midst of depression. I've learned that when I, I know the symptoms are coming, when I breathe differently mm-hmm. or I, I sigh a lot more and I feel tired a lot more. Um, and it's something I, I want to encourage people also learning how to be aware. Um, and one last thing I wanted to share was just learning how to, learning that phrase. I know it's so easy to, to say it, but in the times when you're feeling it, it doesn't feel so easy, but it ain't weak to speak, man. Yeah. yeah. It ain't weak to speak. And I, and I definitely want to encourage that. Um, one thing also I wanted to leave with you as an encouragement is, Continue to pour out to Jesus. Yeah, amen. Uh, if anything, that's something I feel yeah. like has been such a huge blessing, and it has enriched my my relationship with Jesus so much. Mm. And I want to close off with a, a Psalms. <laughs> I want to close off with a Psalms that I felt like has been my Psalm through so much. Yeah. You know, so much of my life and my depression times, but even in the good times, you know, it's really helped me to stay grounded and, and reminded that God was there for me. You know. Mm. Yeah, um, and it's Psalms 116 verse 5 to 9 it comes from the NIV version um, the Lord is gracious and righteous our mm. God is full of compassion yep. the Lord protects the unwary when I was brought low he saved me mm. return to rest my soul for the Lord has been good to you for you Lord have delivered me from death my eyes from tears my feet from stumbling that I may walk before the Lord in the land of the living and that is something I just want to pray over you, and I want to I want to end off this um, episode, and might be super with that. Come on! And I just want to say, thank you, man. Thank God we're here. <laughs> thank God Come we are here. here. And I want to thank God that we've been able to um, express this co- this conversation that we've had, uh, and this episode. We know it was definitely over time, <laughs> uh, but we're we're honestly honored that we were able to, you know, as men, as Samoan men, as Colonies and men mm. able to bring this conversation and do our part to normalize this conversation. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, love you guys. Thank you so much love for coming up. Thank you for what you guys are inputting. And I want to pray for us. Let's go. Thank yeah. you, Father God, I thank you so much for this opportunity that we get together. Father, we thank you so much for those who are leaning into the words that we say through these mics, God. We pray that the, these words not only come from us, but come from you. Yeah. And we pray that Holy Spirit, wherever this this episode might be, whatever situations people might be going through on the yep. other end of that camera or the other end of this microphone, Father, we pray that you be in the midst of those situations. Yeah. Father, we pray that you give them guidance. May your heart mm. be upon them. And may your grace shine upon them in, in ways that they can't imagine, Father God. We pray that people be saturated in your presence mm. wherever they are right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Amen. Wow. Wow. Hallelujah. <laughs> what an episode. What an episode. All righty. Well, this has been another episode of Usul Table Talk Podcast, and we're out here at the Hill Studio. 
the, the Hills video and podcast studio at Bella Vista Hotel. Come on. Shout out to Bella Vista Hotel. We thank you. We love you. We love you. I love you, my wife, Miss Morgan Renee Curly Frost. Love you, Moana. Love you, my fiance. I love you, Biggie. Oh. <laughs> I love you, mom. Magic mode, ball. I let my tank talk to my tank talk. Smoking weed and bamboo, sipping on profit. Still smoking the weed. Love a jack with the hat to match. Remember rapping Duke to the hard, the hard. You never thought that hip hop would take it this far. Now I'm in the limelight cause I ride tight. tight Time to get paid, blow up like the world trade uh, hey. Born sinner, the opposite of a winner Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner Elangi, Brucey B, Kick and Brink Big Gaffey, Love Bucks, Star Skate I'm blowing up like you thought I would Love, it's all good, baby And if you don't know, now you know Now you know